International. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, a podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Soroyce. With me, as always, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Kath, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I have to... We were just talking before this... uh, We started recording. In order to record, I have to turn off my AC because it's loud. (laughs) And uh, I just want our listeners to know how much I suffer... Uh, to bring you this podcast yeah uh it's a huge undertaking and uh you're welcome so yeah thank you we thank you and, and listeners know out there kath has slaved over a hot iphone all right for it's true for countless hours although it's not countless you can just look at how many episodes we have and times that by it's that right? many hours yeah it's, exactly. yeah, it's that many hours plus so. like plus like maybe one hour max anytime i have to do research yeah 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 kath has to shut her ac <laughs> off to do research because it, 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 it's too loud and it gets in the way of all the facts. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, speaking of, I'm bringing you the uh, the fraud this week. Yeah. 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 This is going to be a, a, a cath week. Uh, yeah. I, w- and, uh, I, I was fumbling I too to much. I to go back to our roots uh, a little bit. I'm, uh, I did mine on Theranos, which. Oh, fuck the- it. That was what started this whole thing. And what's so crazy yeah. is a. Uh, uh, a fan of the show uh, this guy who heard me listening to the show in the in my food truck because yes i listen to this show at work you listen to the show while you're at work well i listen i, I the, peop- the people i work with like the show and so Aww. we listen we, we listen to podcasts in the truck and uh I, I i never suggested but it is suggested hey can we listen to your podcast so <laughs> you know uh so we do listen but uh yeah i was listening to the truck one day and this guy came up he goes hey, where's, where's this fr- uh what do you listen to i was like it's actually my podcast and we talked and so he's like now he follows us and he like he's you know like, likes the show and he uh he's, wow he, yeah he's, I admire that guy's open mindedness yeah I feel like if I did that I was like hey what are you listening to and someone was like uh me I'd be like well see ya <laughs> yeah. bye yeah yeah no I uh, I definitely got the, uh, uh, my boss uh, Stephanie uh, came in one time from my old boss and she was just, like walked in and instantly she's like are you listening to your own podcast and he was like it was requested <laughs> that we listen to it <laughs> but uh yeah so he heard it He's, and he's from uh, Washington, I believe. And so he was just visiting Austin that day. And uh, he uh, he hit me up yesterday with the link to the Theranos story. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron uh, Aaron out there, uh, uh, thanks for the heads up. But we were we were two steps ahead of you in this case because that was this story is what yeah is what spurred our interest in wanting to do, to do this. Yeah. So uh, this story, we'll we'll get into it. But basically, the reason that we do this podcast is, or at least the reason that I'm Pat's co-host on this podcast is because. I posted this story last year when it broke on Facebook, and I just said, I love liars. Yeah. And Pat was like, hey, I heard you like liars. I want to start a podcast about liars. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no. uh... Yeah, so thank you, Theranos. Uh, the one positive thing that co- came out of this story <laughs> is this podcast. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, I, this you guys might be familiar with this, uh, especially if you're like very on the internet. Like this is a very like online story. Yeah. Um, but for the rest of you, it's it's a doozy. So a lot of the information I have here is from a Vanity Fair article that came out uh, last October. So that's where most of my like quotes are from. So I do want to sort of set the scene a little bit before I get into the actual story to to sort of talk about like. The reason this story is so interesting is because, first of all, it was a huge... The, the fraud here is has a huge dollar amount attached. Yeah. This company was valued at $9 billion before um, the, this sort of stuff came to light that it wasn't doing what it said it was doing. Um, but it's also a really interesting story about like the conditions that allowed this to happen um, yeah. in terms of like venture capital and Silicon Valley and all of this stuff. So... Uh, there's this paragraph in this Vanity Fair article that I think is important to, to sort of start with. So it goes like this. It generally works like this. The venture capitalists, who are mostly white men, don't really know what they're doing with any certainty. It's impossible, after all, to truly predict the next big thing. As a white guy, I don't know what I'm doing ever. <laughs> like, I, I, I barely made it here today, so I, I sympathize with those guys. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's they have no idea what they're doing. They just have a lot of money and a lot of power. Okay, that's now that is where, that is where white men. Uh, that is where I differ from those guys. <laughs> uh, very little money, absolutely no power. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good uh, Thirty Rock joke about that where. Uh, Alec Baldwin says to Kenneth the page, he's like, uh, socioeconomically, you're more like a middle-aged Dominican woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're a white man, but like financially, yeah, yeah. not really. That's but anyway, funny. so, uh, yeah, so that's like these venture capitalists in Silicon Valley, they're just sort of betting on all of these companies, hoping that one of them is going to work out. Yeah. So the entrepreneurs who run these companies, who are also mostly white men, often work on a lot of meaningless stuff, like using a code to deliver frozen yogurt more expeditiously, or apps that let you say yo and only yo to your friends. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. That was it, a good one. <laughs> Uh, me and my cousin Kenny, uh, Google him. Uh, we were light, light years ahead of that because when I, I moved to Connecticut, AT and T gave me a BlackBerry, and he, he had a BlackBerry, and we would use the little chirp feature on there that it had, <laughs> and we would literally only use it when we were in the same room, and, and all Love we would it. say is "Yo." <laughs> so, yeah, uh, cut us a check is what you I'm saying. Been a millionaire. Yeah, could have been. been yeah. <laughs> So yeah, like a lot of their apps are really dumb. Um, I think probably I've read a lot of stuff and there's sort of the working theory is a, the reason a lot of them are dumb is because they're made by like very privileged white guys who don't really have any problems. So they're like, let's disrupt the laundry industry. Yeah. Build a robot that does your laundry for you. And yeah. it's like, this actually isn't a problem most people have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like... That, that's sort of who's doing all of this and it's it's sort of this uh, closed system of funding these kind of bullshit apps. So there's this going on. But then, uh, uh, so like, these entrepreneurs generally glorify their efforts by saying that their innovation could change the world, which tend to appease the venture capitalists because they can also pretend they're not just there only to make money. Yeah, so yeah. like, they like that. And then it also helps seduce the tech press coincidentally also comprised mostly of white men <laughs> which 
Uh, the tech press, which is often ready to play a game of access in exchange for a few more page views of their story about a company that is trying to change the world by getting frozen yogurt to customers more expeditiously. And God bless so, them. Yeah. <laughs> so the financial rewards speak for themselves. Like the Silicon Valley is 50 square miles and it has created more wealth than any place in human history. That's insane. Uh, yeah, it's it's insane. It is really mind-boggling. Yeah, and so, nothing that could, like you imagine like normally if you if uh, by traditional economic models, I guess if you were to say a, a fifty square mile that is generating more wealth than anywhere in the nation, and if essentially your mind would kind of go to something tangible, like oh, it's it's got uh, a resource there, like you know a mineral right. or something like that, but that's just literally uh, more wealth than the entirety of human history plucked out of somebody's fucking head, you know? Right. Yeah. You yogurt based idea just like it's, it's the weirdest it's, and it's like if you think about it like most of the companies that we know like most of the famous silicon valley innovations that like have become a part of our lives facebook uber yeah all of that stuff the majority of them operate at a loss like the majority of them are not making money yeah which yeah, is yeah crazy yeah, like it, it, i mean I, facebook is profitable but like uber runs out of debt uh, like Spotify runs out of debt, Lyft runs out of debt, like all of those companies, they're not profitable yet, and yet they're still generating wealth, which is like so hard to conceive of yeah, as yeah. a regular person. Who and, like, and I guess that's what you what you find when you it's it's like okay, whatever this thing that you've invented has now become a staple of life. And yeah. so it's like it's, you may have a, you may have a, a couple of, of, of rough few years, but it's like don't worry, go ahead and hold on because you're you're, you're now uh, a, a staple, you're ubiquitous with just a day to day life. So trust me, that's going to play out good for you in the long run. Like it's, right. it's it's worth running at that for a few years. Like and that and that's sort of like the promise that all of these companies make, yeah. and then you just sort of hope that the one that you have invested in is going to be the Facebook. You of, know? of course, so like, yeah. So. Basically, the reason I'm laying all of this out is because I, I want to really drive home the point that this the way that this paragraph ends in this Vanity Fair article is, in the end, it isn't in anyone's interest to call bullshit. Like, yeah. everyone's making money off of this. Everyone wants to believe that this is, uh, like, you know, the future and yeah. this amazing necessary company. And it's it's... You know, there's the people making the apps, there's the venture capitalists, there's the tech press. They all sort of work together. Um, it's it it's not profitable to uh, call out this fraud. So of course. that's like, I think it's it's just helpful to understand that to understand like how this went on so long because this story is kind of crazy. Yeah, so, I, I, when I when I read it, it was like I, I remember reading it and like you're looking at it uh, in retrospect, and I was just like, how did they not all just like how, <laughs> how how did nobody just say, hey, nothing, you know, like 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 how did nobody just call this and then they don't, right? You know? Like, hey, this isn't real. Yeah. This thing that you're yeah, telling yeah. is not real. So. Uh, I'm sorry we keep alluding to this, but it is, it's just, there's so many twists and turns, I don't want to, like, sp spell it out too early. So, yeah. so anyway, this story, uh, it's primarily about this woman, Elizabeth Holmes, and she is the CEO and founder of this company called Theranos. So, Elizabeth Holmes, again, when we're talking about these venture capitalists and stuff, she had a great story. Like, she was someone people wanted to invest in. Yeah. First of all, she's a woman. Yep. Uh, she's building a company that actually did aim to change the world. Um, she was young. Um, she just had, like, people were very excited about this idea. So, 
Basically, she was like a super public facing figure too. Um, the Vanity Fair article says uh, in hundreds of interviews with media and on panels, Elizabeth Holmes honed her story to near perfection. She talked about how she didn't play with Barbies as a child and how her father, Christian Holmes IV, who worked in environmental technology for Enron, which I <laughs> yeah, love that detail. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. That she comes from a long line of fucking scammers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, he worked for Enron, then he worked at government jobs in Washington, and he was one of her idols. So she talked about that. Uh, and she was obsessed with Steve Jobs. That was the other thing. She's like super into Steve Jobs. Yep. Uh, like Jobs, she dropped out of Stanford to start her company, which I love the idea in like the tech world. Like this is such a um, it's such a privileged society that dropping out of college me like is a positive yeah like, yeah yeah well because like, it's, it's the that. <laughs> that 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 that's the break of the norm you know it's like all of them like stuck it out and then it's like this you know like, like, like wow a revolutionary yeah yeah revolutionary you know let me say if, if if quitting things uh halfway through uh will get you a secure your job in the tech industry then i need i need to introduce them to me because i <laughs> yeah uh a lifetime average is zero follow through on most things <laughs> i'm just what they're looking for i'm young yeah. You're white, a not you're a renegade. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's funny. And she also like, well, like being a, a Steve Jobs fan. She was a Steve Jobs fan down to her fucking wardrobe. Oh yeah, she would like cosplay as Steve Jobs. She always would wear a black turtleneck. Yeah, it's just like fuck out of here. <laughs> she, she ate all of the weird. So you remember like when Steve Jobs was dying and he was like, "Juice is gonna cure my cancer." Like, oh that was, yeah, like, a thing. Yeah, such uh, a, she does a smart she, idiot. She adhered to a strange diet of only green juices to be drunk at specific times of the day. Uh, <laughs> she decorated her office like Steve Jobs. Like, she was, like, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was, man, what a weird guy to model yourself after because he was just uh, a known stinker. He just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he can clear a room, uh, from what I made to understand. Uh, he thought bathing <laughs> bathing would rid him of his ideas. Now, I don't know if that's true, but, like, yeah. He, it's, I thought you just meant character wise he was a stinker but you mean he actually smelled no yeah 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 uh he he definitely uh is it was noted for having uh especially earlier in his career uh he was noted for just Bad having hygiene. horrible body odor because he didn't really? believe in, in bathing it was like yeah, I don't know, he just either was too busy to bathe or like had it in his thing of like no i don't uh you know it'll wash my ideas off me or whatever the fuck it was but I'm so i know that like people think he's like a genius or whatever he just like is it really that like are you really like a fucking maestro for being like we should have a computer phone yeah like, yeah it, it seems like uh he fucking uh he kind of he was good at, at guessing the trends of the things that were happening and i guess he had an eye for simplification of just like okay get all this unnecessary shit out of here but it feels like the the industry was moving that way anyways you know saying like what yeah, it wasn't like, know, like like nobody was making computer phones they just you know they weren't making them right i guess but uh like it's like oh wow you invented the click wheel like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get the Steve Jobs hype. Uh, I apologize if people are mad at me yeah. for saying that. Yeah. Well, no, there's, uh, there, yeah, that's, uh, there's a Bill Burr interview on, uh, he's like on one of the nighttime shows, and he just essentially says the same thing. He's like, what the fuck, uh, what did he do? He just walked in a room and told some guys to make something and walked out, and they yeah. made it. <laughs> he was a dick. Like, yeah. and that, and it's interesting, like, how the Steve Jobs worship, like, really helped get this shitty company off the ground yeah 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 that's how much people believe in that sort of myth and it's it's ridiculous so 
Yeah, so she was, like, super into Steve Jobs. Uh, her dad worked for Enron. She, like, had this whole story. And the other thing that I think is interesting is... So, Theranos' company, basically what it, what it purported to do was it would be able to do blood tests with a pinprick. Yeah. Um, as opposed to having to get vials of blood, you could just prick your finger, and with a drop of blood, they'd be able to do uh, a bunch of medical testing. Yeah. Um, she was very into, uh, like, sort of, quote-unquote, like, every app, like, into disrupting uh, medical care. Yeah. In, in terms of, like, she wanted to bring it directly to the consumer, which, again, is, like, fucking shitty capitalist bullshit, like... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, basically, you can have this if you can afford it and everyone else can get fucked. Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, that was what it, the uh, what this company, Theranos, reported to do. Yeah, so and again, with, uh, with like... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was saying, like, with just a drop of blood, you know, was all it took. I remember, like, having, like... I don't know, similar, like, overly simplified ideas about things as a kid or whatever. Just, you know, seeing, like, watching Star Trek and they and they would just, you know, you know, they, they would need a minimal amount of something from somebody and they, and they could run it. And it seems like a fantastical idea. One of the ones where if you thought about it, you might be like, oh, how come we haven't been doing this? And it's yeah. just like, well, there's a, a very good reason that they weren't doing this is because uh, most medical professionals know you need more than a pinprick of blood to figure out what right. the fuck's going on with somebody. Spoiler alert, this is, like, impossible. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not something that's that's possible. It's uh, it's, but you know, but, but when has that ever stopped somebody before? Yeah, especially <laughs> somebody like this who's yeah. like, the the whole thing is is this is sort of like the mythos of Silicon Valley is like you have an idea, people think it's crazy, yeah, uh, but you work hard and you like you you make it happen and you don't listen to any naysayers and then all of a sudden you're a billionaire yeah so like i feel like it was sort of set up for someone like her so and also like you said like you have this idea as a kid she founded this company when she was 19 yeah yeah so, yeah, like, yeah she was a kid yeah. like, <laughs> she has no science background she was a chemical engineer uh she was a chemical engineering major at stanford before she dropped out she was only there for a year so she didn't even learn anything about that yeah so uh, this is again like and the idea of starting a company at 19 it's like you're a rich person yeah like, yeah 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 your dad works for enron okay like yeah i how, like i know so many fucking college dropouts with uh terrible business ideas like this is not a new <laughs> yeah yeah thing. talk about like little kid knowledge or, like little kid logic on things i remember like i just just popped to my head i remember like being a kid my, my mom smoked cigarettes and i remember her explaining like she quit she didn't eventually quit but i remember her explaining to me like is that you know you're a kid you're like quit smoking like and uh, she was like explaining to me it's, it's difficult to quit and i remember one time i was hanging out with my dad and i was just sitting there thinking and i was like hey why don't they just make cigarettes but instead of tobacco inside of it it's just like like shredded up paper and you smoke that <laughs> instead and my dad was like that's there's so much wrong with that idea that I can't <laughs> like, like like that's there's just that's not gonna work at all but I was like when I had that eureka moment I was like oh shit what I didn't have was uh, a bunch of investors to like put that behind my right. stupid ass idea of a paper cigarette and that reminds me actually there's I, when this came out I read like every profile of Elizabeth Holmes I could find because I just found her so fascinating yeah and there was one where she was talking about uh, as a kid she was like I uh, designed a uh, a full schematic for a time machine as a kid <laughs> and 
like she was like a complete schematic for a time machine. A com- a sch- like, oh, fuck out of here. A schematic. Like, first of all, that you think that that means you're smart and not just that you're like a kid. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And also that you think a a time machine could be complete without actually functioning. Yeah, says a lot to me about what you ended up doing with your life. Yeah, yeah. You drew a fucking like, square and you wrote "time machine" on it in crayon, right. and you were like, "There you go, build that." And you're like, "It's complete now." Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's missing the yeah. main thing that makes it a time machine, which is that it works. Yeah. It, th- uh, this is it, we've talked about this in previous episodes, like recently, but this is like that thought cancer that's like kind of infecting society right now of like you are just as good as someone with years of experience and medical know-how like you're yeah you're just as good as these people they don't you know why can't you just hop up in this bitch and start making blood testing machines like there's yeah no reason you can't and i feel that that idea and that thought is like a friggin' cancer and it's kind of infecting our society right now uh, and it's, it's, it's all YouTube videos, man. It's all YouTube do-it-yourself videos. They fucked up the whole world. <laughs> I blame YouTube for this. For yeah, sure. yeah, I blame them for so much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the one thing that she was really good at, she didn't really have any scientific know-how, but she was really good at sort of crafting this message and this image. So yeah. like she's when she's talking about Theranos, like she says it comes from... Uh, a, a childhood fear of needles. So she was like, I'm afraid of needles. That's why I've like wanted to innovate this because I, I don't like getting my blood drawn or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's this great story. People are really into it. Uh, she ends up getting so much venture capital funding. She raises in 2003, she raises uh, $6 million. She eventually raises $700 million oh total God. in funding. The company ends up being valued at $9 billion. She herself becomes the youngest uh, self-made female billionaire in the world. Um, she's wildly successful at getting people on board here. Yeah. And she, and it's interesting, like who she chooses to be on her board of directors. Again, none of whom are in healthcare. Yeah. But yeah. All super. And I feel like this yeah. like shows what her end game was, was they were all people in the government. Yeah. I think she wanted to get um, like government contracts for stuff. Yeah. 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 That was, was what was so, what like one of them? One of her fucking guys on her board was a was a defense like uh, a figurehead, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So uh, yeah. she had her first ones were Henry Kissinger. Yes. Uh, yeah. Henry fucking Kissinger. Henry fucking Kissinger. <laughs> uh, George Schultz, who's another Secretary of State, it, uh, um, creator of the Peanuts comic strip as well. Of the Peanuts. Yeah. Um, uh, a former defense secretary, William Perry. Uh, <laughs> what do you need these Senate people at your fucking health care company for? <laughs> the one person who had any sort of health care related things was Bill Frist, who was he used to be a, a cardiovascular uh, doctor, but he was only on the board because he was the Senate majority leader. Yeah. It's not because he had any. Yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. Health, like, like, he just happened to have a healthcare background. Are you planning on disrupting the healthcare industry or invading it for its resources? Like which one? Like yeah. <laughs> it seems like you got the dream team if you if you want to like you know fucking do a regime change in medical care. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a really funny uh, quote in this Vanity Fair article that people made fun of a lot, where uh, somebody like who worked at the company being quoted anonymously was like, "This board of directors is more suited." 
suited to determining whether we should invade Iraq yeah. than, uh, <laughs> running a healthcare company, which is a really funny quote because it's like all of these people made the wrong decision about invading. Yeah, Iraq. yeah, 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 yeah. This would not. Yeah, this would not be. The, yeah, like no, they can't even do that. Yeah. Like, so you're telling me that that's another too. thing I should avoid employing these people for? <laughs> so I should yeah. avoid employing them for deciding if I should invade Iraq and for managing my healthcare company. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it, it's like she, she clearly like wants like these government contracts to do this, yeah. and uh, she ends up getting uh, James Mattis on too, who is another. Um, he was a like a military general, um, he, he, really high up in Mattis is the current is is he the current uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, I believe. Mattis, yeah, General Maybe. General Mad Dog Mattis. He's the uh, yeah he he might he's Trump's he's Trump's guy. Uh, he was actually is the one who for Mattis. What's that for Trump now? He works for Trump, but he's he's been kind of a uh, as of recent weeks he's been kind of op- openly defiant or like uh, you know like like Trump will say something and he'll he'll clarify what he, what was actually meant to be said or what he should have said, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, mean, not, I know we have some very politically active listeners. I'm not going to get behind him. I don't want to tweet. It's just like, yeah, he said like he he did that, but I don't know a lot about the guy. I just know that. Well, he's like he is kind of a dick in this story. So yeah, 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 yeah. In in 2012, uh, Holmes began talking to the Department of Defense about using Theranos in Afghanistan. Um, but good, douse him with it. Drop the Theranos all over him. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, so fucking throw a Theranos get, like, at him. A military contract, and but the Department of Defense soon discovered that uh, the technology wasn't really working. It had not been vetted by the FDA, so they couldn't use it. Yeah, and uh, Holmes then contacted Mattis, who tried to get the FDA to just approve it. Like Jesus. Mattis, like just went in and, and tried to do that and then when he uh retired uh he got added to the board so <laughs> clearly like a you'll i'll scratch your back you scratch mine yeah that, well, how do you like like how do you if, you if you care about your troops or you care about your country how do you advocate for the use of something you know doesn't fucking work like well that is what is so scary about this yeah. is um I'll, I'll this is sort of later in the thing but i think this is like a very illustrative quote um from this guy john Carreau, who ended up investigating theranos for the wall street journal he says it's okay if you've got a smartphone app or a social network and you go live with it before it's ready people aren't going to die yeah with medicine it's different yeah yeah like this is this kind of like silicon valley attitude of you know we'll sort of take the problems as they come along like we'll you know we'll roll with the punches and you gotta fail before you succeed like all that kind of bullshit yeah you can't do that when it's people's health yeah like, yeah that's yeah it's really scary oh man that's, that's so that's so terrifying and like how many times that, that like that that was that like, he failed to push it through but i'm sure there are dozens of other instances where they succeeded you know <laughs> where, where oh yeah um, we'll get into it yeah. so uh, so anyway, like sort of jumping backward a little bit. So they raised six million dollars at first. Uh, she took all of the money investing uh, in her company on the condition that she would not divulge to investors how the technology worked. She had okay. final say and control over every aspect of the country company. So like most of the time when when a company when a venture capital firm is going to invest in something, they do their due diligence by. Um, uh, 
looking at like sort of the nuts and bolts yeah. of it and, and trying to value an investment. Yeah, and here they so, had a deal that was similar to the uh, uh, Falcone crime family's deal with the Joker in the Dark Knight, which he's just like, <laughs> give me half and don't ask any questions and I'll kill the exactly. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Perfect cool. analogy. Yeah. Perfect analogy. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so Google Ventures, uh, which is like they, a, a lot of their VC stuff goes to medical technology. So yeah. they wanted to get in on this. Uh, Theranos wouldn't respond to them with the information about how it worked. So uh, Google Ventures sent a venture capitalist to a Theranos Walgreens Wellness Center. Uh, Theranos ended up getting a contract with Walgreens to. Um, open all of these uh, wellness centers where, where you would supposedly you would get your blood drawn and then Theranos would run tests or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the VC sat in the chair and had several large vials of dr- blood drawn from his arm far more than a pinprick. It became apparent that something was amiss with Theranos's promise. Yeah. And, good, and so, kudos to that guy for literally giving his blood, sweat and tears. <laughs> right. He's like, well, that's what's so crazy. Yeah. It's like anybody could have, if anybody had actually been yeah. willing to fucking do the thing that it said it was doing yeah. would have known that this wasn't true yeah they would have just marched their ass to a fucking Walgreens rolled up their sleeves you know like. <laughs> yeah so it turns out what they were so Holmes the, this entire time not from the very beginning but from around like 2010 or so was was courting investors and even like getting partners and stuff representing this as something that they had already developed and was a working technology yeah. so she was telling people that this was like a real thing even though it clearly isn't like yeah. if you go to Walgreens and it turns out they had been using shell companies to buy their competitors yeah um lab equipment and then using that in their lab <laughs> so they were using their competitors' technology because they didn't have their own, that, which is amazing. That, yeah, that that man, oh man, that's the and how do you the level of delusion that has to be present in the and, and at least in her minds because I'm sure a lot of people didn't know this was happening because she had a very don't let the left hand know what the right hand's doing approach. Uh, totally, yeah. yeah, she was super, and that was again something that like. Jobs was also really into. Yeah, Jobs yeah. was very secretive in that way. And yeah, she there were like 500 people working for this company and they were pretty much not allowed to talk to each other about what they were working yeah, on. Yeah, no company picnic at this fucking place. There was <laughs> yeah. she would just send you an individual picnic basket to your house with an, and uh, with, with a non-disclosure agreement attached to it and you had to sign it <laughs> saying that you would eat your sandwich politely with your family and not contact anyone else who worked for the company. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. like there's a good uh, anecdote in here. Let me find it. Um so yeah like they were so secretive um applicants who came for job interviews were told they wouldn't know what the job was unless they were hired so you would just go and interview <laughs> and not know what you were interviewing for um, why do you think you'd be a good fit for this job uh well i am i'm here first and foremost i want please write that down i'm here um, and, yeah, i just I, why do you think i'd be a good fit for this yeah. job? i don't fucking yeah. know <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like my my biggest strengths include I would say things that are pertinent to this job <laughs> that I don't yeah. know what it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like employees that spoke out publicly were met with legal threats. This is my favorite. Uh, a guy who worked there on LinkedIn put next to his job description for Theranos 
I worked here, but every time I say what I did, I get a letter from a lawyer. I probably will get a letter from a lawyer for writing this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, like, that's how fucking crazy they were. You could not visit their office without signing an NDA. Yeah. Like, if you didn't sign an NDA, you were not allowed to visit them. It's like, look, I'm just here to drop off some Jimmy John's. I don't really know if I want to (laughs) fucking sign off any paperwork here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I bet she wouldn't let Jimmy John's inside She was like a raw food Like green juice Oh lady. yeah yeah He would have been shot As soon as he stepped on the property <laughs> Yeah <laughs> we... Oh that was the other thing She had like a bunch of bodyguards Like she was super paranoid Yeah crazy, like. I, I love how they're like When you look at these crazy companies That are just crazy cults almost uh, Like the Lululemon uh, Yoga pants company oh, Yeah uh, Like they, they have they, they, they impose this culture Where it's like Okay if you want You want to live here If you want to work here And thrive here you got to kind of play by the rules of this game it may, it may not be written down but it's implied and like I, I know that for example at Lululemon like health was pushed quite a bit and I'm sure here it was she drank juice didn't want you drinking juice at the Juicero company that that fucking crazy lunatic owns he was really concerned with what his employees were eating and yeah. I would just love so much to get hired there and just like I don't know, just like plop down like a, like one of those like uh, the, the 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 dollar ramens that actually have like the yakisoba. Just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're sitting out with a big cup of noodles or like a fucking just like a a, a Jimmy Dean microwave croissant. Which <laughs> yes, just yeah, just, uh, yeah. What's up, guys? What are you? <laughs> hey, uh, there, there's this company uh, I got kind of obsessed with them a while ago. It's called Sakara Life, and it's a Literally, it's like a $400 a week uh, meal prep service. God damn it. Send you meals. And it's like, literally, it's like all super hyper vegan raw. uh, (laughs) So it's like, okay, well, you're not sending me steaks or anything. Why does this cost $400? Um, You just get a box of fucking like tree bark. You're like, oh, this is delicious. (laughs) Exactly. It's like seriously just like a fucking box of arugula. I could go to the store and buy that for like $3. But I looked up because their website was crazy, uh, obviously. I highly recommend it. If you uh, don't look at it, if you have an eating disorder, it will trigger it. Um, (laughs) That I will uh, be okay. (laughs) I looked at their um, like careers tab because they were like talking about how like they were hiring people yeah and it was like the pr- the perks of working there were like you get to get in on our fitness challenges and like we have a uh, in office yoga like yeah 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 whatever and it's like clearly they would not hire someone who looks like me yeah. like <laughs> obviously they like don't yeah they can't say that shit but like Anyway, yeah. I was reading an interview with them. They were making uh, potential employees do push-ups, like because they were so obsessed with like health and stuff. Oh my like, god! <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, would you, That's its own scam story. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sakara life thing, but yeah, when, when that shit like becomes, I I, I interviewed at a fucking, uh, I interviewed at the uh, the Gap one time. <laughs> that was uh, now I don't know if Gap is like I, I that's this just shows just my ignorance to everything outside of myself. But I don't know if Gap's like it's super high end or whatever but like I know it's not high end but I just basically I don't think I looked like I should be working at the gap and I got that impression from them too <laughs> <laughs> gap, is, gap is very like uh 
Yeah, it's it's preppy in a way that you are not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I don't want to like like make myself look like an idiot and be like, man, it was super fancy, like the Gap or something, you know. But like, <laughs> I, I do know that, like, yeah, I, I, I know it had some sort of like like clout to it. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> so I do like we're talking about all this crazy stuff and how all these people worked at this company and didn't know what was up and how that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is a story. I do have like a case study in here of somebody who did know what was up and what happened to him. So this guy, Ian Gibbons, who was the chief scientist at Theranos, he realized what was up because he was the chief fucking scientist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> he just he took off his glasses out. one day. I was like, dear God, none of this makes any fucking sense at all. <laughs> he just steps exactly. back. His, his desk has like glitter and construction paper. He's like, I think they're trying to put one over on me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I look, I don't know what led him to this uh, conclusion, but he realized this was not working. <laughs> Um, I wonder how many doors in the Theranos building you just opened it and it was just another door. <laughs> like, he was like, hey, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just an MC Escher office. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he realizes that this is not working, but he's, you know, he's still trying to make it work because he's a scientist and yeah. he wants to, you know, he wants to make it work. So uh, while he's sort of trying to, scrambling to make this work, Holmes is still presenting her company as if it has a fully working, realized uh, product to offer. Um, she is hiring tons and tons of marketing people, communications people. Uh, her website has all these slogans on it, like one tiny drop changes everything. <laughs> and all the same tests, one tiny sample. Uh, she starts doing TED Talks. Yeah. She's, you know, she's, she's, Acting like this is a real thing. Yeah, I can um, I can count like I, I I've been in my days and working in like corporate environments, I was shown a lot of TED talks. It was like, guys, this dude just makes a lot of really good points, and I think oh. almost ninety nine percent of them I've gone back and like done research on it again. It was like, oh yeah, no, that was fake. That was full. Like I, I was shown yeah, at two separate person was a complete grift. Yeah, I was told it shown at two separate companies. The fake until you make it, lady. The girl, the, you know, I'm talking about the lady who's like, if you just exude, if you uh, present yourself and you buck your chest out, it, it, it activates the non-stress hormones in your body, and, <laughs> and this puts it out. And if anybody saw me doing comedy, I'd say between the years, this is more recent, I'd say between 2000 and. 11 in 2013 you might have seen me over somewhere just kind of flexing my chest out before I went on stage and walking around because <laughs> I literally was like Aww. no it, yeah it's gonna it's gonna up, up my cortisone <laughs> like what the fuck it was she said <laughs> and then I, I googled it it just felt like a real dummy <laughs> well that's like though I feel like all that sort of TED talk mentality is what leads to people like Elizabeth Holmes like the idea of you fake it till you make it uh the secret like you just envision what you want and it'll come to you yeah 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 uh, the it, whole it, silicon valley thing of like you have to fail a bunch of times before you succeed yeah like you just have to keep being persistent like all this stuff is like a perfect storm for a company yeah like this, yeah i feel like and, and yeah ted talk shit is bullshit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all so stupid except the one about the guy who built a vending machine for crows that shit's pretty fucking tight oh 
haven't seen that one. That, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, basically, he trains trains crows to put coins into a machine in exchange for a peanut, and uh, and then there, it, it it starts off. There's a bunch of coins and peanuts around the little box, and uh, the the crows will go and eat the peanuts. Well, then they fucking find out through crowing around that if they knock a coin into a slot, then it'll fucking shoot a peanut out. So then yeah. they use all the coins that are near the slot. Well, then they get the coins that are around the machine. Well, when those run out, they fly and go find other coins Fuck. and put them. So in, this guy makes money. Yeah, yeah. That that's <laughs> the only credible fucking TED talk. It's the crow vending machine. Look it up. That's so yeah. funny. He said he wants to train them to fucking clean up after concerts. <laughs> <laughs> That rules. Yeah. I, Give that guy seven billion fucking dollars. Yeah, that, this guy needs a venture capital firm behind him. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's so funny because I did a show last night. Um, I did the show Homeschooled where it's it's a, a quote unquote comedic lecture series. So there are a bunch of comedians doing like little PowerPoint presentations. Oh, I would love things. that. It was super fun. I did mine about tarot. Um, if you come to New York, I'll hook you up. It was a great show. Nice. But uh, one of the people on the show did theirs about crows and how <laughs> crows are like super smart and like if they had thumbs, they would like kill us. Yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing like preventing them from becoming like a, yeah. a species of like higher intelligence. They, yeah, they have a brain to body ratio uh, similar to uh, humans and chimpanzees. Yeah, yeah, they're like crazy smart. They like have funerals for each other. Oh like if a crow dies, a bunch of other crows will come and like drop shiny things on it. That's crazy. Like that's f- they're fucking crazy. That's not, yo, one time when I was in El Paso, uh, when I was a kid, uh, me and my grandma were in the kitchen and we heard like a, a, a light, like a, a chirping or a rattling, and we didn't know quite know what the fuck was going on. It sounded like mice were in our walls, so we're like, "What the mm-hmm. fuck?" So we're looking. We open up our back door, and my fucking dog Cinnamon, R.I.P. Cinnamon, uh, is sitting <laughs> in the yard next to a dead crow that I guess he had killed and the fucking power lines surrounding our yard are fucking uh, like like hundreds of crows and they're all like ah, uh, crow, crow. I just grabbed cinnamon and ran inside I didn't know what was about to happen that is so fucking scary <laughs> yeah Holy that shit. Way it was un- very unsettling I was like nine I was not mentally prepared for that shit Ugh, yeah. that's so scary <laughs> right. anyway yeah, moving on. aside about crows <laughs> yeah. they're wild yeah. uh uh, where was I? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, talking about this guy, um, Ian Gibbons, the, the chief scientist. Yeah. So, he realizes what's going on, um, and he he's trying to work on it, uh, but uh, around the same time that he realizes what's going on, uh, Theranos decides to sue uh, an old neighbor of Elizabeth Holmes's, alleging that he had stolen uh, trade secrets of Theranos's. <laughs> Or broke her heart. I don't know. (laughs) Like, what the fuck, man? He's your neighbor. What an asshole. So as the suit progressed, uh, the guy's lawyers issued subpoenas to Theranos uh, to to try to like, they basically wanted them to divulge whatever the proprietary aspects of the technology were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they'd be like, what what specifically did this guy steal? Like, you have to tell us. Yeah. Ian Gibbons was subpoenaed, the chief scientist, but he didn't want to testify because he's in a really like bad situation where if he told the court that the technology didn't work, that would harm the company. Yeah. But if he wasn't honest about the fact that the technology didn't work, he could potentially harm consumers. Yeah, yeah. Um, literally, like, physically harm Yeah, 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 yeah. Their health. So he's, like, between a rock and a hard place. 
he tells Holmes he doesn't want to testify. He eventually doesn't have to because they settle out of court, but Holmes takes this as like a very traitorous. Yeah. Uh, Ugh, fuck like, you. She's not down with this. Yeah. Ugh. Um, because like right while this is happening, it's when she's going to open all these Theranos wellness centers in all these Walgreens. Yeah. So she has this like very lucrative Walgreens contract. She doesn't want it coming out that, that this stuff. Is yeah. That her it. fucking, their little organ grinder didn't get out there and dance and fucking like, she was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That she was a little put off by that, that her monkey wasn't performing. Exactly. So he really feels like he's in jeopardy at this point, but he's basically like, he feels like he's being kept around to keep him quiet. Yeah. Like, they keep keep him yeah, on. Yeah, which I would have... Well, okay, people are about to die. I was going to say, if I ever find myself in a position where I'm being kept around to keep quiet, man. <laughs> that's, gonna, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like my goal. Yeah, isn't that what we're all working towards? That's goal. <laughs> that's like, I remember we were talking about this a while ago, but, like, I still feel like my number one career goal is to be the person in a front office <laughs> who just, like, sits there. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man. Who just like doesn't answer the phone when it rings? Yeah, like, that's yeah, the job yeah, I want. Yeah, 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 just yeah, just the the appearance of normalcy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, uh, if, if you're out there, hire Kath for that job, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this guy, he's like sort of. He, it's very tense. Uh, a few months later, he gets a call from one of Holmes's assistants saying, uh, "Elizabeth wants to meet with you tomorrow." Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. Um, and he attempts suicide yeah. because he's been working so hard for this company. Yeah. And, like, he's in such a terrible situation. He attempts suicide. Uh, he dies a week later. Uh, so God damn it. Uh, his wife called uh, the office to explain what had happened. Holmes' secretary was was devastated and, and, you know, just like, what a horrible, traumatic loss. Yeah. Uh, she lets Holmes know a few hours later, rather than getting a condolence message from Holmes, she instead gets a phone call from someone at Theranos, Theranos demanding that she immediately return all confidential Theranos property. Oh, so, God. just a fucking bitch. Yeah, when you <laughs> not realize you're the fucking bad guy in your own story, like, I guess nobody ever realizes that. That's that's the cruel joke life plays on us all. But, like, it's just so fucked up that, like, <laughs> like how would you not know why you're doing that? Like, what the optics look like? Or, and for the very least, the optics. Yeah. Somebody, please, God, think of the optics. Like, just, your heart doesn't have to be there, but just fucking act like it's there, man. Like, uh. Right, like, but that, again, it's that fucking Steve Jobs yeah. thing of like, oh, you need to be an asshole to be an effective boss. Yeah, like, that's not fucking true. Yeah. Like the most effective bosses I've had have not been assholes. You're not an effective boss. Yeah, like, you're not either. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What were you saying? Oh no, I was just saying that the most effective bosses I have had have not been assholes. It's just a fucking simple fact. Yeah. Yeah, if you value your employees, they'll do good work for yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, I, um, uh, I have a. I do about five to six minutes on my one of my bosses and my bits. It's the guy, like the one about like the guy giving up cussing at his wife for lint, and uh, and <laughs> and jumping out and scaring me in a warehouse. True story. Same dude, uh, and he, he was a nice enough guy, but he just recently hit me up, just kind of out the blue, like, "Hey man, how are things going?" I was like, "I'm doing this." He's like, "Oh, cool, cool." I was going to see your comedy one time. I was like, "Yeah, sure," but he doesn't. You know, I, I have like six <laughs> minutes on him, and then uh, I guess one of my 
other coworkers told him. He goes, yeah, just make sure you don't do those ones about me when I'm there. <laughs> and, yeah. and I was like, oh, I was like, you know, I was like, I did have to do that thing where you explain how comedy works. Like, you know, I just write about what happens and that happens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he was cool with it. But it was, just, I, I was good. waiting for that to happen. I was like, oh, God damn, it's going to happen one day. Yeah. The other shoe has to drop with that. Shoe yeah, it always does. Most people are cool about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's like, so this happens. Uh, her chief scientist commits suicide. Like, that's how fucked up things are at this company. <laughs> um, a little while after this, like a couple months after, uh, the FDA starts investigating Theranos. So uh, finally, they're sort of catching on that something doesn't seem quite right here. Yeah. Um, so they they go to their lab in Newark, California. Um Regulators for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid uh, start um, investigating their labs because that's who who regulates labs. Um, And they realize that there are major, major inaccuracies. Uh, <laughs> For one, there wasn't a lab. We just found uh, <laughs> we just found a McDonald's ball pit. <laughs> like this, it's, not, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lab in the sense that like a CVS photo lab is a lab. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> so uh, the the the. The Medicaid people, they soon discovered that some of the tests Theranos was performing were so inaccurate that they could leave patients at risk of internal bleeding or stroke. Oh, my God. Uh, the agency found that Theranos appeared to ignore erratic results from its own quality control te- checks during a six-month period last year and supplied 81 patients with questionable test results. So even as they're doing these tests, not with drops of blood, they're still doing it with vials, yeah. and they're still fucking it up. <laughs> so... While this is happening, uh, this guy, John Carreau, uh, who's a, a journalist at the Wall Street Journal, he sort of picks up on this. And there's been, at this point, there have been so many effusive articles about Theranos, about Elizabeth Holmes. There's a big New Yorker profile on her. Yeah. Uh, people were all in. Because as we said, like it's it behooves the tech press to give this kind of stuff uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... John Carreau is like the only person who is not buying it. Uh, and he's, he doesn't, he's not a tech blogger. He's a healthcare reporter. Yep. So he salt of the earth. Those going, guys. <laughs> exactly. He's just an every man, yeah. uh, you know? Yeah. And he, he starts investigating and he's the one who said the thing about like, it's fine if you launch a smartphone and it doesn't work, you can't do that with. Yeah. 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 So, he ends up writing more than two dozen articles about the problems at Theranos. Uh, Theranos is like, they're losing their shit about it. They're, they have like all hands company meetings where they're chanting, fuck you, Kararoo, fuck uh, you, Kararoo. Yeah, like, if, if you're, if you're, okay, listener tip, if you ever find yourself being involved in a chant of any kind, <laughs> Maybe rethink it now. It's specific. Just yeah. consider. Let's add a few multipliers on that. If your chant is being uh, led by your company and you're currently under investigation by uh, the federal government, and the chant is is a yelling "fuck you" at the investigator. It's, it's time to just politely excuse yourself, walk to your car, just fucking leave. <laughs> like that's, just go. Yeah. Just go. You're you're. Like it'll it'll be okay. Yeah, it, like you you'll be better off. As much as I don't like like you know like police and the the, the, the problems that I have with authorities and shit like that, I I no one who's ever stood there chanting "fuck you" to the to the feds has won. Like it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. yeah and yeah, if yeah. you think you're gonna be the one to flip that, you're probably not. So just just get out <laughs> while you still can. Uh, I feel like 
I know the way that you're saying I know the direction you're aiming this in but I also feel like uh, I go to a lot of protests where people chant at the feds oh yeah yeah it's a good point well <laughs> that's a very good point but have you won but have you we're not have you won yet so. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I mean if it's, if it's at your job, if you're if you're at your job and you're and you're chanting at the feds, unless just yeah, just yeah. consider it's definitely like a, if you're chanting at the feds in any situation, just make sure you're coming from the right. Yeah, make uh, make sure your your heart's in the it. right place. Oh, and uh, uh, I was gonna just work in a clumsy joke about uh yeah, you know if you're at work and you're chanting against the government. However, a lot of these guys are getting fucking paid to go and chant at the government. You know? <laughs> How are those Soros checks? coming in huh <laughs> dude uh i i heard a really good story the other day uh this i've been seeing this guy here and his friend uh started a um like a non-profit to help uh people organize in their workplaces yeah. like start unions and stuff and she actually is getting money from george soros oh like, it's shit the only person i've ever heard <laughs> it's like and it's not secret yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah yeah he gives grants to like yeah. non-profits that do that kind of stuff but it's like oh shit the source money's real yeah. <laughs> like, that's an actual thing uh we thought that was really that's, funny like oh fuck it like, finally actually and, happened <laughs> And like this, this woman's dad is like one of those people who believes in all that conspiracy shit. Oh my like, god! Who really thinks everyone is funded by George Soros? And she had to be like, "Guess what, Dad? I'm funded by George Soros. Funded by nonprofit. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so John Carreyrou's stories kind of broke this open to the general public that this was like all full of shit. Yeah. And this is like concurrent with an FDA uh, investigation. The FDA eventually uh, bans them from using uh, their Edison device, which is the thing that tests pinpricks of blood. Of course she called it the Edison uh, device. Fucking. Of course yeah, she did. Yeah, fuck out of here. Of course here. she fucking did. She has a great sense of branding. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But yeah, so Walgreens severs their relationship with her. Uh, I, I had a Walgreens sever the relationship with me once. <laughs> Let me tell you, it, it's, Look, we've all been there. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it, it's a, it's it's not a, it's not a pretty thing. <laughs> uh, it last year, last summer, uh, the Medicare and Medicaid services, those are the ones who investigate the labs, they banned her from owning or running a, a lab for two years. <sighs> So she can't even like keep going with this at this point. Yeah. Um, there were civil and criminal investigations by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, two class action fraud lawsuits. Um, in April 2017, Theranos reached a settlement with the state of Arizona over false advertisement and inaccurate blood testing. Uh, they agreed to refund uh, almost $5 million to the state's residents. In August 2016, um, they, or actually, I think it was August 2017, um, Theranos settled with Walgreens. Walgreens sued them. Uh, they settled for $25 million. Uh, this past August, Theranos put its offices up for rent. The Elizabeth Holmes went from being valued at about $2 billion to now having a personal valuation of zero. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, so she's honestly lucky she's not in yeah. jail. Like, Do you think she stopped 
uh, going for the expensive juice. I mean, I was imagine your diet's the first thing that's going <laughs> to adapt to that new lower level of income. And uh, I, I just had to imagine she just like shame ate a cheesecake at some point. <laughs> just, I, I bet she did. I bet she also like she probably sold all of her like cashmere, yeah. uh, black turtle yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, like used that to fund her juice habit. Yeah. I bet she yeah. had like I bet she had a meltdown and like housed a cheesecake. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And the guy, the little, the little guy, at the deli was like, "Yeah, you want me to uh, put a slice of the cheesecake into eight slices?" She's like, "No, <laughs> just give me the fucking solid <laughs> disc of cheesecake, please." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, Elizabeth." And he, he feels for her. He, he, you know, I mean, he sees the person. He saw her every day. I'm, I just constructed a weird little universe. You're really painting a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do an episode about that. Well, guy. that it's funny you should mention that because I just was reading today about a new startup that. Um, their pitch is that they want to quote unquote again disrupt uh, the bodega business. They want to they want to make bodegas off. Leave them alone. Which everyone is like, yeah. Everyone's like, no, the fucking yeah. won't. <laughs> yeah, no. I I live next to, to to the ATX version of a bodega. It's called RBM, and I love those people so much. RBM is the fucking yeah, it, dude. Oh, they're on Twitter now and Instagram. Uh, guys, follow RBM Grocery. I think that's what it's called. Uh, they're on Twitter and Instagram, and they. Follow Followed all the comics because uh, yeah yeah uh, and and like the other side story this this uh, store is surrounded by a apartment complex that houses about twenty five of us low lives <laughs> and we, yeah <laughs> but we started following all of us and they'll favorite like they will just favorite your tweets that's like hey having a nice day or like went and got some tacos they'll favorite some deep cuts you'll be like uh, some weird Twitter shit like you'll post something like you know <laughs> hey, I think uh, my head my tweet I was like I think uh, uh, Mayweather is gonna make McGregor come in the seventh and they, uh, and they fucking RBM. they favorited that <laughs> that rules. yeah yeah that's uh another austin business that does that is a groovy automotive oh word. They, one time they like um they had some promo going where if they if you followed them on twitter you'd get like a discount on your oil change yeah and i followed them and they followed me back and they like they fave all my like Leftist like <laughs> front labor tweets and shit, and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's so sad. Do you think it's the guys running the shop or the guy running the social media account who's getting a shitty paycheck from them? <laughs> Probably the guy running the social media yeah, account. And he's like, oh yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's still that's still tight. It's uh, it's cool when they're they're in it for the love of the tweet, you know. <laughs> but uh but yeah rbm rules uh bodegas in general rule yeah. everyone's like why would you want to put these yeah. out of if business you disrupt that industry the best part of everyone's yeah. day like, fuck off. if you disrupt that industry i will disrupt you like <laughs> yeah <laughs> bring it on that's the pat Soroy's guarantee <laughs> but yeah so that's the story of theranos yeah. um I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say about it. Yeah, that's... Do you have any parting thoughts? Do you think it's worth it? Uh, no, yeah, but, okay, is it worth it? Um, I I would have to say no, because she... I, it didn't seem like... Well, maybe she enjoyed the time living on time. Maybe she likes, you know keeping people separated and working on projects and wearing turtlenecks and drinking juice all fucking day. Maybe that's what she likes to do. <laughs> but it seems like while she was making all this money and didn't, she didn't actually enjoy herself. It seems like it was a very stress filled ride. And so, uh, all to the fact that she's valued at zero now and she's eating fucking, uh, pizza rolls. You know, like I would say, <laughs> I would say no, definitely not worth it. I think it's not worth it, but it is like, the one thing that I think is a small silver lining is like all of the people that she made look bad. Yeah. Is like kind of cool. Like, yeah, yeah. 
you know, like she got to disgrace Henry Kissinger. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. cool. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I respect. Yeah, that. he needed to be uh, taken down a peg or two. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't think it's worth it because like every sort of account of her while she was working here was like her job was her life. Like she didn't. She was just like all work all the time. Yeah. Green juice, no joy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's not a life I want. No. Live, what what so. would be worth it? Is uh, just being like her, like deadbeat boyfriend. Now I would sign up for that. That'd be tight. Like yeah. you just sit on the couch, like oh you, you being you, a kept man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, you headed back in today, baby? Oh, that's fuck ass fucked up. They're giving you all that trouble with the the government. I hope it goes well. I'll see you later. <laughs> just like sit there and watch <laughs> fucking Netflix all day, just drink expensive juice. Oh man, mm. I, behind every great woman <laughs> is a deadbeat <laughs> fucking no good boyfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're like meet the woman who's changing the tech industry. And completely disrupting medicine and meet her fucking unemployed boyfriend. He does open mics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would have the most to lose if Theranos got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already worth zero and I'd be worth negative zero if this fucking went through. <laughs> well, no, then you got you have no no skin in the game. It's just like, well, yeah, you, I guess we're breaking up. Yeah, now. yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go date some other female tech billionaire and just see what I can come up with. Oh man, that's uh yeah. So yeah, definitely not worth it for for me at least. It did have the silver lining. She did uh, kind of expose some very shitty people and make them look stupid. Uh, and like yeah, and and just like she gave us this wonderful uh, metaphor for like tech culture in general. So I appreciate that, but yeah, not worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely not worth it. If if you if you have something that could possibly change the world through medicine, uh, be a Jonas Salk about it maybe, you know, and just uh and just and, yeah. and just put it out there uh for the for the good of humanity. And if you don't have something that can help humanity, please don't act like you do. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's very dangerous. Uh yeah, so That's the moral of the story. Yeah. All right, well shit, Kath, that was a that was an excellent episode. I'm glad we finally got to do our Theranos thing. Uh yeah. Yeah, uh, again, uh, I want to shout out uh, Aaron, uh, the listener uh, dude who sent us that link, too, because he definitely checks out every episode, and he has no obligation. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, he has no obligation to do that, so thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, guys, uh, thank you very much. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, we have the Facebook page now. Uh, it's at LC, at Lie, Cheat, Steal Podcast is the Facebook destination, but just go to Facebook and type in Lie, Cheat, and Steal. That's, Lie, Cheat, and Steal. Yeah. The Twitter is LCS Podcast. Yes. Uh, Pat Soroyce is on Twitter at Pat Soroyce. Um, at at PZTX, actually. At I, oh, sorry. I, I still have my ratchet ass screen name from when I first got a Twitter like nine years ago. <laughs> Fuck yeah. PZTX. At, it's easier to spell. Yeah, P- yeah, yeah. My, my last name's a fucking minefield, as I'm sure you're aware with yours as well. But. <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah, follow us on there. Make sure you check out the podcast on iTunes and other uh, podcast places. Uh, to, uh, make sure you rate, like, share, subscribe, and uh, check out all the other wonderful shows on body tape international guys i'm your host pat Royce, uh kath barbadoro I, <laughs> I don't know why i said your name <laughs> oh man you were you were going so good like that was yeah. so, such a good wine yeah down. yeah well guys uh, well here we here we go uh, uh yeah guys thanks for tuning in and remember don't get caught don't get caught all right bye, bye. Guys.